Alhamdulillah, hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih, kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudha. Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah, wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh, al-nasihul amin. Allahumma salli ala nabiyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in, wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin. Thumma amma ba'd. Alhamdulillah ala ni'mati al-Islami wa sunnah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah. And this episode, as the title has suggested or as the title has clearly expressed, we would like to look at kayfiyatul dukhul fil Islam. How does one enter into Islam? How does one become a Muslim? Alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has made the process extremely easy. It is not required from you a special outfit. It is not required from you a certain sum of money that has to be given as a donation. It doesn't require any of the likes of these things. But rather, it is just by, as the Shaykh is going to explain. As Shaykh Abdulaziz al-Bar'i, hafizahullah ta'ala, he mentions, he says, and know that it is binding upon you when entering to Islam to fully take a bath and then to articulate the shahada and which is to say ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna muhammad rasulullah the shaykh he mentions he says that the process of entering into Islam is very simple it is by uttering the statement ashhadu an la ilaha illallah وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ is to say that I testify and bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. And I testify and bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. This is how one enters into Islam. This is how one becomes a Muslim. And it is from the sunnah that when one enters into Islam that they will take a bath and cleanse themselves. But the mere entering into Islam is not stipulated on the bath itself. So a person will become a Muslim if they first, of course, believe in their heart. Because the shahada, as it, as the word alludes to, it is to testify. Now this testifying, then this is, this is a announcement. Now this is an announcement to that which already exists inside of the, the heart. Because faith, my dear listener, it comprises of a belief in the heart, Actions upon the limbs and statements upon the tongue. Faith, it increases and it decreases. So if we look at this and we look at the reality of faith, then we will know that we have to believe in our hearts first that nothing whatsoever deserves anything from worship except Allah because all worship belongs to Allah. So all of our worship belongs to the Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to believe this in our heart. If you believe this in your heart, that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah, and you believe in your heart that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, then you articulate this. You announce this to the people. So that it is known by them that you are a Muslim, because we cannot see what is in your heart. So in other words, a person, they would have taken their shahada or they would have already believed in the shahada before they articulated to the people. 
Naam, before it is announced to the people. But the shahada is a must because from faith is what is statements of the tongue. So if you believe in it in your heart, then there should be no problem for you to articulate it upon your tongue. Naam, and alhamdulillah, this is all it is. Just this sentence that I testify and bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah, and I testify and bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. When one says that, when one believes that and says that, they are a Muslim. They have entered into Islam. Naam, they are Muslim, and then they have entered into Islam. So it is important that we stress this because many people, they have a hesitation. Naam, well, not many. Let me take that back. All of us have hesitated before entering into Islam. This is, the, this is the reality. All of us have hesitated before entering into Islam. So my question will be to those who are perhaps at this stage, this hesitation stage, is to ask themselves, why are you hesitating? What is it that causes you as an individual to hesitate? Naam. And once you explore those things, um, and once you have done away with that source of hesitation and those hindrances and so on and so forth, then you will find what entering into Islam is something that is natural and something that is easy. Naam. So look to what makes you hesitate. From the things that will make individuals hesitate, which is common, is that they will say, I, I just want to learn more. I want, I, want to, I want to understand and learn more. It is very important for you to know that it is not stipulated nor necessary that you become a scholar in the religion of Islam before you accept Islam. Naam. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has made the deen extremely easy. So those fundamentals that you need to know, they are, they are of such that everyone can grasp them. Everyone can comprehend them. Naam. And then you will find that each of these will branch out into fields that will keep the most intelligent and verse of the scholars busy for the rest of their lives. Naam, and this is from the beauty of the deen, is that it has simple aspects to it that everyone can understand. And at the same time, it has a, enough, it has a complexity that will keep the most intelligent scholar busy for all of his life in study and research. Naam. But so those basics that an individual will need to know is that what? Is that they will need to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will need to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he is one, he is alone, he has no partners, he has no children, he has no parents. They will have to believe that all worship belongs into Allah. Allah is the only one who deserves to be worshipped. So when we pray, we pray to Allah. When we fast, we fast for the sake of Allah. Naam, so on and so forth. Everything is for Allah. When we supplicate, we supplicate unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we are in a position that we need to ask, in a position of peril, then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who has created everything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is who we worship. We worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when one sees that, when one understands that, then they are on the right way. They are on the road. They are on the path. Naam. When they believe in the angels that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created these beings, angels, when they believe in the messengers, that they are messengers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has sent to mankind, and believe in all of those messengers, the final of them being Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when they testify and bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah, they are in fact testifying and bear witness to 
the prophethood and messengership of all of the prophets and the messengers. Because you cannot believe in one while disbelieving in the other. If you disbelieve in Jesus, it's not possible for you to be a Muslim. If you disbelieve in Moses, it's not possible for you to be a Muslim. If you disbelieve in Abraham, it's not possible for you to be a Muslim. If you disbelieve in Noah, it is not, pro it is not possible that you can be a Muslim. As a Muslim, you have to believe in all of the prophets and the messengers, from the first of them to the last of them. The last of them being Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when one testifies and bear witness to the fact that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the messenger of Allah, then they are acknowledging and, and also uttering their belief in all of the prophets and the messengers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has sent to mankind. Those who we know their names and those who we do not know their names. Those who we know background and have pieces of their biographies and those who we have no information about, we believe in all of the prophets and in all of the messengers. Those who we know, those, those names that we know, those names that we don't know. And we know that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he is the final prophet and final messenger. There would be no messenger and no prophet after Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is what we have to believe. If a person believes that, he understands that, he acknowledges that, he believes that inside of his heart, then he is on the right way, he is on the right path. And then believe in the books in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down. This is key, that we believe that Allah ta'ala has sent down revelation to mankind. And, and as such, we believe in those books specifically in which we know their names. And we believe generally in the books in which we do not know their names. Those scrolls and those books that have been lost, naam, we believe in them in the general sense. Naam, that Allah ta'ala, he sends down revelation unto his prophets and his messengers. Naam, but if one believes in this, one believes in the Quran, they believe in the Injil, the gospel that was revealed to Isa, to Jesus, alayhi salam. They believe in those books that have been mentioned, like the Torah, the Torah that was revealed to Musa, alayhi salam, so on and so forth, that they believe in those books specifically that we know by name, and in generally, they believe in all of the books in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down to mankind to guide them. And then if they believe in a day of judgment, they believe that there's going to come a day that will be the last of the days and that the human beings and the jinn, they will be judged on that day for that which they have done inside of their life. Those who had believed and succeeded, they will go to heaven. And those who have not, then they will go to, those who have disbelieved, then they will go to the hellfire. So we have to believe in what? In the day of judgment. And then to believe in qadr khayrihi wa sharrih. And then to believe in divine decree. That everything is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah kan wa ma lam yasha lam yakun. What Allah wills is and what he does not will, then it is not. Naam, it is not, it will not happen. So if we believe in these six things, then what? We are upon our right way. And then to know that we are upon the way. And then to know that Islam has five pillars. Naam, the first of which is the shahada, what we're speaking about today. Naam. In articulating the shahada, the belief, the statement to say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. That I testify and bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. And I testify and bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. This is the first pillar. And then the second pillar, then it is to it is to pray, to establish what the prayer. And that a Muslim they pray five times a day. Naam, this is important to know. That a Muslim, they pray five times a day. If you can learn the names of the, each prayer, this is good. But even without knowing the names of each prayer, just knowing that a Muslim is, yani, is upon them to pray five times a day, this is enough, this is good. Now, to know that 
we have to pay charity that those who are rich they have to pay a charity of the surplus of their wealth 2.5 percent of that which sits for one year they have to pay that because it rightfully belongs to the poor people now so to believe in what charity which is the next pillar to believe in the fasting of ramadan that as muslims we are obliged we are commanded to fast in the month of ramadan this is from the pillars of islam Naam. and then the fifth and final pillar is to make hajj once in one's lifetime to make the pilgrimage to mecca if a person were to understand these five pillars and those aforementioned six articles of faith, then this is the knowledge that they need to enter into Islam. Because everything else that you will do will be into going to further depth and detail on those six articles of faith and those five pillars of Islam. Now, all of the scholarship, everything that is attached to the deen, that it will spring out from those six articles of faith and from the five pillars of Islam. So if you know that, you acknowledge that, you have some knowledge of that, and you know that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah, and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a messenger of Allah, then you have enough knowledge to enter into Islam. Naam, then you know all you need to know to enter into Islam. There's a lot more to know, but you need all you need, you know all you need to know to enter into Islam. And then after that, it's steps and stages, and you study, and you strive, and you seek knowledge, and you, and you try hard to acquire knowledge. This is the mission of every Muslim. Naam, this is the mission of every Muslim, to try to increase our knowledge so that we may increase our application, so that we may worship Allah Ta'ala better. Naam. So, whatever it is that may cause you to hesitate, if it is this in which has caused you to hesitate, the fear that you don't know enough, then have glad tidings that all you need to know is that which was aforementioned. And if you believe in your heart that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah, and that Muhammad is a messenger of Allah, then it is time for you to accept Islam. It is time for you to utter this statement to enter into Islam. So the Shaykh, he mentions what, that a person, they will utter this statement to enter into Islam. And then it is recommended that they what? That they take a bath. Naam. If a person wants to take a bath first and then take shahada, this is good. This is fine. Naam. If a person takes the shahada and then they were informed to take a bath, this is good. This is fine. Naam. But what's important, what's, what, what is very important, I want to stress, do not hesitate beyond what is necessary because we all hesitate. Okay? So it's no problem for you hesitating. But do not delay your entry into Islam because none of us knows when death will come for them. So do not procrastinate, but rush, rush to articulate this. Naam. So you may enter into Islam. The Sheikh goes on to mention, he says that if you say the Shahada believing in it, then you would have entered into Islam regardless of which nation you previously belonged to. Naam. So regardless of what religion, what is what he means by nation? He means by religion. Regardless of what religion that you previously had, you could have been a Jew, you could have been a Christian, you could have been a Rastafarian, you could have been a Buddhist, you could have been a Hindu, whatever the religion, whatever the religion, if you believe that none has the right to be worshipped in the truth except Allah, and that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, then you would have entered into Islam. You would have entered into Al-Islam. Naam. The Shaykh, he mentions, and he brings a, a good point that um, is good to mention. And he says that for those who were previously Christians, Naam, for those who were previously Christians, for them, it is from the Sunnah. It is from the Sunnah to say in their shahada when they accept Islam, Ashhadu in la ilaha illallah, 
that I testify by witness that none has the right to be worshipped in the truth except Allah. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ And I testify by witness that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ عِيسَى عَبْدُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولُهُ And I testify that Jesus is the slave of Allah. That Jesus is the servant of Allah and his messenger. Naam is very important. Why? Because of the misbelief that Christians have that Jesus was the son of Allah and that Jesus is one of three parts of Allah, so on and so forth. Naam. So when the Christian takes the shahada, it is from the sunnah that they would acknowledge and make it clear that Jesus and testify to the fact that Jesus is the slave of Allah. Jesus is the slave of Allah. He's not his son. He's not a portion of him. Jesus is the slave of Allah, the servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a great st a station and a great status. Isa, Jesus, alayhi salatu wassalam, is one of the best and the pro one of the best prophets and messenger of all times. Naam, Isa, Jesus, he is one of the best of the prophets and messengers of all time. The best five prophets and messengers, then they are, they are Jesus, alayhi salatu wassalam, Nuh, alayhi salatu wassalam, Ibrahim, alayhi salatu wassalam, Musa, alayhi salatu wassalam, and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Those are the five. Not particularly in that order, but those are the five. Naam. Those are the five best prophets and the messengers of all time. So from them is Isa alayhi salatu wasallam. He was the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not call the people to worship him nor his mother. But rather he called the people to worship Allah and to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and to believe in those same six articles. Because every prophet and messenger had the exact same religion and that an exact same belief, the exact same creed. And that is to worship Allah and Allah alone. That is to believe properly in Allah, to believe properly in the angels, to believe properly in the books, to believe properly in the messengers, to believe properly in the day of judgment, to believe properly in qadr, khayrihi wa sharrin, to believe properly in divine decree, the good of it and the bad of it. Naam, that they believe properly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to these things. So all of the beliefs that link and, 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 and sprout from that, because belief in the last day, the more we enter into that is the belief in everything that will take place after death. So that is a belief in heaven, a belief in hell, a belief in the time in the grave, a belief in the day of judgment and that people, they will be judged in the scales by in the scales and they'll be weighed and so on and so forth. Everything is connected and springs out from that pillar, from that pillar, from that article. In any event, all of the prophets and the messengers had the exact same belief. They did not have a different belief. The belief did not evolve started like this and then became that. No, they all had the same belief. They all worshipped Allah and Allah alone. They all submitted themselves unto Allah by establishing the, mono, the true monotheism naam, and by being compliant to the rules and regulations that Allah Ta'ala sent down to them, the laws and regulations Allah Ta'ala sent to each nation and, but, and to uh, disavow themselves from polytheism and from the ways of the polytheists and from the polytheists. This was the, this was the way of all of the prophets and the messengers and this is the meaning of Islam in a general sense and this is why every prophet and messenger was a Muslim. Every prophet and messenger was a Muslim. Noah, Noah was a Muslim. Musa, Moses was a Muslim. Ibrahim, Abraham was a Muslim. Isa, Jesus was a Muslim. Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa was a Muslim. 
all of the prophets and the messengers, alayhi salatu wassalam, they were messenger, they were Muslim. Naam? They were Muslim. So in any event, so when a Christian accepts Islam, it is recommended that they also articulate this in their shahada. But the question may come, what if they didn't? What if they didn't say this when they accepted Islam? It's okay, they're still a Muslim. It is better for them to say, وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ Isa, uh, Abdullah وَرَسُولُ that, And I testify that Isa is the servant of Allah and his messenger. Naam, the servant of Allah and his messenger. That is recommended, it is better. But if they don't say it, they believe it in their heart, and they don't say it, and they only say, أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Then that's enough, they are Muslim. Naam, they are Muslim. Easy. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has made the deen easy for us. Naam. The Shaykh Allah Ta'ala, he goes on in the next section to speak about the obligation of actualizing and establishing true monotheism. For with that, نكتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إلى اللقاء until next time we meet, it's the dear Kumullah, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.